You're listening to the weekly Parsha podcast with Ari Goldwag, recorded with Hashem's never-ending assistance in Ramah B'Shemesh Israel, 5781-2021. This week's Parsha, we have two Parshas, Tazri and Mitzorah, and they both speak about the idea of the Negat Saras, the special spiritual leprosy that will come upon a person, as our sages tell us, who was involved in the Avera, the sin of negative speech, gossip, Lashon Hara, Yuhara, Gaiva, egotistical behavior, all these things we bring upon a person, this Tsaras. And in order to understand Tsaras, we need to understand what is the concept, what is the idea, what does it mean, what does it mean spiritual, a spiritual leprosy, what does it mean that because of a person's Gaiva, this comes about, what does it accomplish? What is the idea, what does it accomplish, the Tsaras? Torah tells us that Tsaras doesn't only happen doesn't only come upon a person, on an individual, it can also come on their clothing, it can come upon their home. The magician explaining this brings the Pasuk, it says like this, this Pasuk is in chapter 14, verse 34, and we're in the fifth section of Parsha Yud Zayin in the Medrash. If you shall come, and when you shall come, sorry, to the land of Canaan, I'm going to place the Nega Tsaras, this leprosy, the spiritual leprosy, upon your home. The Medjish wants to understand something very important. It says, when we come to the land of Canaan, now that's unusual. Usually the Torah says, when you, come, when you shall come to the land, we know we refer to Eretz Yisrael as Eretz Yisrael, the land of Israel. Why does the Torah here refer in the context of the Tsaras coming upon a home, coming upon the land, when we, the Bevetz Eretz Achuzaschem, in the house of the land that you shall acquire, that's going to be yours? Why does it refer to it as the land of Canaan, the land of Canaan? The way that the Medrash actually asks the question is, Shiva Amimimhain, Why do we refer to only the land of Canaan? There are seven different nations there. Why, do we, why don't we refer to it as the Eretz HaPrizi, Eretz HaYivusi, Eretz HaGirgashi? Why do we refer to it as Eretz Canaan? So, the Medrash posits a few different ideas, a few different concepts. The first of which is that it says, very interesting idea that Kenan was punished for a sin that his father did. We won't get involved in exactly what the sin was, but Kenan was punished for a sin that his father did. So to the Jewish people, sometimes we sin and it causes a destruction to the land. Interestingly, thinking about the fact that Adam HaRishon, when he sinned, Torah records the fact that he was punished and the land was punished. The land will produce thorns. It will take a lot of effort in order to get the land to give forth its produce, to get the different, all the ten different steps that are involved in turning the bread into, turning the wheat into bread. But there's an idea that we cause damage, just like Canaan was caused damage. He himself was caused damage because of a sin of his father, so too the earth is caused damage by our sins. So perhaps, in trying to understand this first point, the Medrash is saying that according to the sages, 
that the sin, when we sin, why does our house get get saras? Why does it affect our home? But the answer is that we have a spiritual effect, as we said before. It's leprosy. It's not just leprosy like we find today. It was a spiritual leprosy. And we can have an effect on those things around us. Certainly, obviously, we have an effect on those, on the people around us. Our sins, the things that we do wrong, affects our children. Canaan was affected by his father's sin. We have an effect not just on our children, also on the very surroundings, the physical surroundings, our homes, the earth. And it represents the fact that what we do has an impact. If I speak Lashonar, speak negatively of somebody else, it impacts me. It causes me to have a spiritual downfall. And that in turn affects everything around me. Okay, so that's the first principle. But the answer bin Yaakov Rabbonin, we find that there's a further explanation as follows. Two different sages. The rabbis, The reason that we refer to this place as Eretz Kinan is because he was the forebear of them all. Kinan gave birth to Tzidon, his firstborn in Ches. We know B'nai Ches are the people who lived there in, in Israel. So he was the, really all of these seven nations came from Canaan. That's why we refer to it as Eretz Canaan, the land of Canaan. Rabbanan Amri Al you call them Tagrin. Rabbanan say a different pshat, different understanding of why we refer to them to this as land, the land of Canaan. The word Canaan doesn't just mean doesn't just refer to the Canaanite people, the people who came from Canaan, the son of Ham. But rather, where Canaan can also have a different connotation. It means a merchant. And all of these nations were merchants. There's a verse in Isaiah, chapter 23, verse 8. It refers to, it refers to merchants as kinoneo. So the word Canaan can also mean merchants. What is the measure saying here? So I believe that the measure is saying in regards to the merchants, Somebody goes around peddling his wares, he's trying to sell something. When a person's trying to sell something with his Lashonara, with his negative speech. Right? He affects everyone around him. Canaan was the was the it's a similar idea. Canaan was the person who was the the in the, in the first shot, the father of all these different nations. We have an effect on our children. We have an effect on all of our grandchildren. When we have a certain habit, if we have a negative habit, we have a negative spiritual approach to life, so it affects our children, our grandchildren. And there we are going around like peddlers, trying to sell our wares. They all had that that aspect. I remember Yaisi ben Daisa, Eliezer Hukinan. Now here's the main point that I want to get to. It's really important. Eliezer was the servant of Avram Avinu of Abraham. Hukinan, he referred to as, as the Canaanite. He came from Canaan. He was a servant. Right, we know Canaan was going to be a servant for all time to Shem, to the other son of Noach. That was this, that was the curse. And within the curse was a tikkun. Because by Canaan being a servant to Shem, the thing that, that, that bad midah that was within him, that caused his father to sin, that was in him as well, that could be rectified by connecting himself to Shem, who was a tzaddik. Shem, the son of Noach, a great righteous individual. He was Malkit Tzedek. He was a spiritual, a spiritual master, 
Avram Avinu as well was a spiritual master. Eliezer came. He was the son of Canaan, great great grandson of Canaan. Avram Avinu was a great grandson of Shem. Eliezer came in and studied from Avram. He became great. He was the servant of Avram. Ad kedekach until which point? What happened to Eliezer Eved Avraham? He lost that name of being Aurur. Canaan was cursed. Eliezer was called blessed. Or Canaan. Pazik says that Noah curses Canaan that he should be cursed. When Eliezer came and he, you know, he was looking for a wife for, for Avraham Avinu's son Yitzchak, so they referred to him as the blessed one of Hashem. They said, come, O blessed one of Hashem. So you see that by Eliezer becoming attached to Avram Avinu, there was a rectification. He turned around that curse and he became blessed. How do we turn around the curse? Obviously, if the Medjush the is telling us that if, if it refers to this place of Eretz Kinnan, in the context of the Neged Saras, in the context of the, of the spiritual leprosy, so it's teaching us a foundational idea what does it mean when my house, when a person's house, let's not talk about ourselves, when a person's house gets tzaras on him, what is the purpose of that? How does that, how does that serve him? How does tzaras, how does it, how does the punishment fit the crime, let's say? Or how does it rectify the crime? But somehow we see, just like Canaan was rectified, Canaan was rectified through his connection to Avram Avinu, so too, we are rectified. When we do a sin of gossip, we are rectified through our land, getting leprosy through the home. Just like Canaan was rectified, we get rectified. I once spoke about, many, many years ago, it's included in my Sefer, Perfectly Imperfect, I spoke about the idea of Canaan, and how he's rectified through coming close to Avram Avinu through Abraham. But we see that it's not just true of a Canaan, it's true for us as well. That somehow through the punishment, the punishment which we get for a sin, it's it's not just to to you know God is angry, he smites us with leprosy. The purpose of it is to turn us around, to fix us, to give us something good. We've done something wrong. We needed to to fix ourselves, to rectify ourselves, to be picked up. He was a certain great tzaddik. He would come in and he would visit people's homes. He would, as he was leaving, there's a concept, as I'll teach us, as they just say, that when you take leave of someone, you've spent time with them. There's an idea of giving a, giving a dvar Torah when you leave. Saying an idea, a spiritual concept before you leave, so that he should remember you. So when he would leave Rabbi Yaakov, he would say over this idea, If Eliezer left the idea, they left the concept of being cursed, and he became someone who was blessed. How? By serving someone who is a tzaddik. By serving someone who is righteous. Rabbi Yaakov said he was a great person, he was giving a compliment to the person who had served him, the person who he had spent time with, the person who he had a meal with. You, he would say, you have served somebody you have shown honor to the G'dayle Hador, to the great ones of our generation, you certainly will be able to be blessed as a result. What happens when we serve people who are great? What happens when Eliezer serves Avram Avinu? He becomes great. Why? Because he learns from him. He becomes great because he learns from him.
when we are living in Eretz Yisrael, perhaps we could say, when we are living in Eretz Yisrael, the Kedusha rubs off on us. The goodness rubs off on us. And when we see, when we see that we've caused damage to Eretz Yisrael, we cause the spiritual damage not just to ourselves and our souls. We don't just see it on our skin. We don't just see it on our clothes, but we see it on our homes. The base Eretz in the house, in the land that you are inheriting. So it has to remind us of what happened with Eliezer. Why are we here in Eretz Yisrael? We're here because there's a special Kedusha here. There's a special holiness here. It's got to rub off on us. We can be makalka, we can cause destruction to it, we can denigrate it, heaven forbid, with our negative actions, with our negative speech. We can bring a curse upon ourselves and upon our homes, heaven forbid. But the opposite is also true. We can also learn, just like Canaan learned, just like Eliezer, Eved Avram, the servant of Abraham, just like he learned and became a greater person, he lost his status of cursed, became blessed. We can also become blessed. That's why, says the Medrash, that's why Moshe Rabbeinu exhorts the Jewish people, when you will come to the land of Canaan, there's a reminder, there's a reminder within the, the leprosy, there's a reminder within the spiritual leprosy to pick yourself up. If you fall, pick yourself up. Get right back up. And the next Medrash says something which is pretty famous, but I think it's important. Venasati neged saras, Hashem says, when you will come to the land of Canaan, I will place upon you, I'll place upon your house, this leprosy. It's usually when, he says, when Hashem says, I'm going to give, I'm going to, I'm going to do something, it sounds like He's doing us a favor. What kind of favor is this? Tanya Shimon ben Yechai. Shimon ben Yechai says, when the Canaanites heard that the Jews were on their way, the Jews are coming. The Jews are coming. They hid all of their treasures. They hid all of their money in the houses, in the fields. They didn't want the Jews to find it when the Jews came through. The amazing thing, Hashem says, I promise the Jewish people that they're going to come to houses, they're going to, they're going to take over this land. They're going to commit to being the emissaries of God in this world. They're going to remove all the idols from Israel, all of the, the, the Kenani idols, the idolatry, they're going to remove that all. There's going to be only one God. They're going to replace all the idols with the service of Hashem. I want to bring them to a place which is full of good. I want them to, to find homes that are full of good stuff. So Hashem made this promise. The, can- the Canaanites are going to thwart, as it were, Hashem's plan. So what does Hashem do? So Hashem places a negat saras. He places this leprosy upon the house. The house has to be knocked down. And then they find the treasure. This very treasure that the Canaanites left there in order to try to hide it, Hashem says, <laughs> not so fast. You're not going to be able to hide it. The Jewish people are going to find it. So this thing that looks bad, this thing that looks terrible, my house has saras on it, leprosy, my home is going to be, it's going to be demolished. Right there they find a treasure. And I think that what the Medjish is teaching us on a deeper level, besides for the Pashup Shat, which is of course true, they did find these treasures. But there's a deeper idea, and that is that when we do something wrong, when we do when we when we sin, when we speak negatively of others, 
You know, Hashem gives us a wake-up call. Sometimes it can happen. In the times of the Torah, it happened in the form of spiritual leprosy. Sometimes it can happen in the form today of negative social consequences. We say something wrong about somebody, people stop trusting us. We say something wrong, it gets back to that person, you can get in trouble. What do we do with that? What do we do with the negative social consequences? Do we use that to create a new fight, a new, a deeper problem? Do we recognize and admit, oh, that guy, you know, now he's, he's saying negative things about me, you know, I'm going to create a bigger problem? Or do we recognize and admit our mistake? Do we take our part? Do we clean our side of the street? What do we do with it? The message is teaching us there's an opportunity here to find a treasure. We've done something wrong. We've done an avero. We've, we've become cursed. We've lost our connection to God. But what do we do with it now? Where do we go with that? The message is teaching us you've done something wrong, attach yourself back to spirituality. Attach yourself back to people who are spiritual. Attach yourself back to a land that's spiritual. Return to Eretz Yisrael. Come back to the land. Come back here. Come back here. Wherever you are, come back. You're going to find an immense spiritual treasure. It might be a challenge at first. You might your, your home might get knocked down. You might have troubles and challenges. Your kids might have a hard time here. But you're going to be... You, I promise you, Hashem says, Your house is going to be filled with only good. You're going to find a, a treasure here. You're going to find a treasure here. That's what the Torah is asking of us. The Torah is asking of us, when we mess up, we do something wrong, and it comes back to haunt us, don't get destroyed by it. Don't get destroyed by it. It's an opportunity to find a treasure. All we, all we have to do is realize we've made that mistake. We need to reattach ourselves to those who are blessed. Those who we want to follow their lead. Those who can transform us from people who have done wrong to people who now can do right. I want to bless you and ask you to bless me. Hashem should help us to recognize the parts of ourselves that we're not proud of, the various that we, we've done, that we do, the sins that we commit, Hashem should help us to recognize the stain that it brings upon ourselves and that it brings upon those around us and how it affects our environment. Hashem should help us to recognize that not so we get depressed, not so that we feel bad. Yes, so that we feel bad in a way that sparks us to change, to try to be better, to try to find a better environment for ourselves. To try to be a better person. To admit the problems that we've created. And to turn it all around. Thank you so much for listening. Have a wonderful Shabbos. This podcast was made possible through the gracious donations of listeners like you. For more podcasts like this, please visit www.arigoldwag.com or search on iTunes, Ari Goldwag.